Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweight Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. We are the Heavyweights Podcast, and we are back worse than ever because back in studio this week is Dustin Urban to my right. I'm your co-host, Nick Klein. Behind us now, we have actually brought back Reese. We tried locking the the studio up. Nothing could let him in or just keep him out. But we have some major news that we knew was going to happen. We see a lot of these the 2018 draft class, 2017 draft class. They're starting to sign those second contracts, 2018, barring the second rounders. You know, the Balling. That 2017 class is starting to you know get extended. We've seen it happen already with Josh Allen and a few other players. The latest is the third overall pick that year, I believe, or was he fourth? He's Jamal Adams for He's the up Jets. There. He was top five. He, he, was, he was sixth. Was he? He was sixth. Okay, Jamal Adams and the Seattle Seahawks have reached an agreement for a four-year, $70 million contract. $36 million signing bonus, I believe. He has a $9 million cap hit. The Seahawks were kind of getting in issues here, which is what I wanted to go over, because he did not want to be classified as a safety because it's one of the lowest paid positions in the league based off average salary. You're looking at $13 to $15 million a year, which is about guard money. And you can make an Can't easy argument. I know, but you can make an easy argument that safeties are way more valuable than any, you know, all pro level guard. Right. Adams didn't want to be classified as a safety. He wanted to be classified as a defensive playmaker. And if there's one way to describe him and Tyron Matthew, that's exactly what they are on the defensive side of the ball. Seattle had to get something done. They were able to get it done, you know, right before the season starts. Like I said, four years, seventy million, twenty million dollar signing bonus, highest paid corner or safety in the league now at seventeen point five. I still think the Jets won the trade, but this is a great time. Pick. Will completely tell on that because you have no idea how some of these draft picks I still are going to turn out. Two first round picks for safety is fucking. Stupid. If you bomb, the two ra- those yeah. two for Seattle wins this, and it's not even close. Seattle just guaranteed themselves an All Pro player for six years on the, in his prime on their teams. I mean, yeah. So as of right now, the draft gets that trade is still pretty even, just because you have no idea how Jermaine. If, or not Jermaine. Who'd you jump up and trade? Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker? Yeah, they went yeah, up there. Yeah, they so trade. Well, we'll but you don't Tyler. know how he's going to be. And you're right. Tyler I, I just made this argument. A safety can be a more impactful player on your team than any fucking Pro Bowl level guard. So you don't know if the Jets have I won mean, this. You can't make that argument. Not up. even in a, a realistic Jets fan should know that. He's, I mean, if you want to call him a safety, I'll call him more of like a hybrid linebacker more than anything. Okay, yeah, so you're, make, which is so even, you're making you're, his fucking point, like not his, but Jamal Adams' know, point but, for him. I mean, I'm just it, saying, he's making it, it better on my end, too. Right, he's one of the best defenders in the game, man. He deserves to be paid like it. I don't know about that trade. Like, it, it time will tell, obviously, but I, I think both teams are moved in the direction they're I, looking to move in. I don't think he can so, cover. I, mean, yeah, matter, right I now. think two career interceptions, but he will be probably the best uh, safety to ever go down at getting sacks. The guy knows how to get to the quarterback. I mean, we're there's I mean, a long way away from that. But, uh, yeah. I just said to getting sacks. Yeah, he, I'm not saying not the greatest safety of all time. I but, didn't, no, I know. I'm just saying he. But, I mean, I've always liked Jamal, even when they traded for him. My much respect to him. He's been to three Pro Bowls. So, um, the guy deserves to get paid for what he did. I mean, he led the the Seahawks last year in sacks with nine and a half, 83 tackles. Yeah, so, yeah, you yeah, know, I, I, I get it. He was their only pass rush last it, year, and that's an issue. And, you know, Carlos Dunlap came on strong at the end, but they traded for him towards the end of the year. And they were, they were they, able to, he was cut or he traded. 
Traded. Traded. Traded, yeah. Because he Because Carl Lawson put up his house right after the Bengals started off, I don't know, 2-10 and 10 or something. <laughs> Most people would. You know, I know he didn't have an interception last year. I'm not really concerned about that with safeties. You know, they're not targeting him as much as you'd think I get. He's not a strong Ed Reed or Troy Palomalu type cover corner or cover safety, but that's not what he is. He's more of the bring down in the box, almost what Bob Sanders was 14 years ago when Ed Reed and Troy Palomalu, you put them in a class of their own because they're two of the greatest of all time, but they were able to cover two and come down. But then Bob Sanders comes in and steals the defensive player of the year award, right? When then they're both in their prime. Both completely in yeah. their prime. Yeah. I mean, that just tells you how good Bob was. But congrats to Jamal here. But we got another safety that got paid today. Tyron Matthew, the Honey Badger. He signed a three-year extension, 42 mil with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, they just keep finding money places. I don't know how they're doing it. I don't either. But, <laughs> but they are get, it's going up eventually, but. We'll They're able to load some of that money. I think they had about seventeen million in cap space after they, you know, renegotiated some stuff this year. Right. So they needed to get this done because Matthew was a free agent at the end of the season. They were going to be able to keep him. Yeah. No they were lucky in the fact that they signed him from Arizona when he got hurt in his last year of his five year deal that he'd signed recently Absolutely. for only seven million dollars in one year. You know, Kansas City has been suspect at times at their corners. You know, they traded away Marcus Peters after making him, you know, a first round pick. They move him off to LA with the Rams, they really haven't had that shut down the corner. They needed something out there, and Matthew is one of the few safeties in the league that can still cover in the slot and on the outside and still be, you know, in the top box type threat. You know, and for three years and only $42 million, you know, he comes in a little over $14 million a year. I think he becomes the third highest paid safety in the league now in between uh, him and Jamal Adams is Justin Simmons, who was deservedly underpaid, right. I mean, completely underpaid with Denver until they got that extension done. But, you know, Kansas City had to keep somewhat of their defense intact, and it's one of those things. They keep their core players, and he's a leader on that defense and likely their second-best player and on they, defense. And they got him locked up now. So when yeah. that new money comes in and the salary cap goes up by fucking $10 million next year, we'll see what happens. That'll be a perfect I think deal. the salary cap's going up way more than I'm $10 million saying, next year. Even if it's just $10 million, that's a great, you know, I mean, it's, it's perfect. And I said they were terribly happy, which I hope, doesn't they only got four million of dead money with them? So I think it's a fair deal on both sides of the ball for both the Chiefs and Tyron Matthew. It's All dead right. money this year. It'll be a little more. I mean, he he'll still be owed a little over uh, fifteen million if they release him at the end of this year. Yeah, they don't, so, you don't know what his dead cap is yet. Yeah, his dead cap this year is just a little over four million. So, but we'll stay in the AFC though. We talked about the South last week. You know, we've had some different news pop up since then, which is why I don't kind of like doing these predictions early. That's why we're not doing the playoffs though. But this week, we're going to do the AFC and NFC North. We'll keep it yep. in the AFC. You know, same spot as last week. Reeves, you weren't here, thank God. But we're going to start with the division winner last year. You know, the Steelers started off, I believe, 12 or 13 so they lost to the Washington football team. You know, they've lost some key free agents. You know, they lost Bud Dupree, Mike Hilton, uh, one of their top corners, and then Andre Villanueva. You know, their uh, starting left tackle for, I don't know what, the last seven, eight years. He's on to Baltimore. I've still got them staying competitive because this defense is going to be healthy again. T.J. Watt is one of the best defensive players of the year. I should have been defensive player of the year at least last year, in my opinion. But you know, could very easily been. Yeah. You know, they got Minka Fitzpatrick, who is will be just in two more who years. Was the defensive player, Xavier Howard. No, no, Aaron Darnold got it again. Yeah. Oh, the guy with ten interceptions didn't get it. No, no, that's crazy. Aaron Donald's Aaron Donald, though. You can't really argue with him. Yeah, he still had an Aaron Donald type year. It's just, it's unfortunate some of these players, but, you know, Mika Fitzpatrick, 
I've got them starting off this this division so close, and we'll, we'll get more into that. But I've got the Steelers going ten and seven, four into the division helps them out a little bit. But you know their schedules got some decent breaks into it. You know they start off unfortunately with the Bills, but then they've got the the Raiders and Bengals sandwiched in between that was the Packers. So I mean they're manageable up until their bye week. I've got them starting off four and two on a kind of a hot start, and then tapering off a little bit at the end of the year. Exactly what they did last year. I think Big Ben will be healthy at the beginning of the year. He's going to get banged up. We know he is at some point. I honestly believe this is his last year because I think next year Dwayne Haskins will be the starter in Pittsburgh. But I've still got them going 10-7 and seven this year, sneaking into a wild card spot. Yeah. Uh, I just have to take, take a step back on them this year. For me, I got them having the first losing season they've ever had under Mike Tomlin. See, I don't see that happening just because of how good that defense is going to be. Yeah, they just did trade for Josh Obert. That's, I mean, that's a big addition yeah. with – Bush and every and they brought in the they brought in Melvin Ingram too and you got to remember they're going to get back to running the ball. Najee Harris, I have as an early favorite, at least in my opinion, is defensive or NFL offensive rookie of the year. I was just saying the division's a little too tough. Finally, they've caught up to them. They're not the Steelers of old. The defense is beautiful, but I just don't think Big Ben's got got it to carry the mail anymore. I, so I, I don't think he's going to – I get it. I don't think he's going to have to – But know, when carry it comes him. time to make those plays down the stretch, I don't know if he can anymore because I've seen him against fucking the Browns lose. In the playoffs, yeah. yeah I so get it. That's all I'm saying. Could be either way. I got him going 8-9. and nine So year. you basically have it as a coin flip too because you're not sitting here guaranteeing that you Because I got the Browns take... going 9-8. and eight. Okay, well, we'll get to them in a second. Reeves, do I even want to know? Uh, yeah, I'm actually with you to ah, on this one. Fuck. I have to go to 7. I trust Mike Tomlin. He's a top three coach in the NFL. Never had a losing season. Defense, they've added. Big Ben looks great. Probably the best he's ever looked. Um, Najee Harris, I think. Weight-wise, or what are you talking weight about? Weight-wise. ever look? Oh, right. Weight-wise. He looks slammed down. He actually looks more athletic than has been ever. He's a major upgrade over James Conner. No, yeah. no, he's talking about Big Ben. Yeah, I, that too. If the receivers can catch the ball, you got Juju and Anthony Johnson, I believe. Well, anyway, um, I think Pittsburgh's going to sneak in at the last wild card spot and go 10-7. and seven. Their schedule's manageable. It's one of the weaker schedules in the NFL. Like, for reference right now, how we're filling this out, I've got them going 3-7 and seven against teams with a record over 500 and then 7-0 and oh against teams with a record I under 500. I think you and I have, like, the same predictions, actually. Don't. All right, I'm going to side closer <laughs> with Urban. I've got 2-4 in the division, so that's, that's me. For All right, one. well, me and Reese both think, you know, Pittsburgh's going to be a wild card. We'll go with the Baltimore Ravens. Like who were the wild card slot this year? You know, got they got bounced in the first. Division. You know, they've got. I oh, love their first round this year, taking Jason away out of Penn State. Shout out for that. Fuck you, Reeves. Um, and then Rashard Bateman, though. The only unfortunate thing is he had surgery. He's going to be out until at least the middle of September. Yep. But you know, Patrick Queen is going to take another step forward. He looked great down the stretch. And J.K. Dobbins is going to be the number one back. You know, they've got a healthy... still look for if you're in fantasy, they're going to mix it up, especially later in the year. They're going to put another couple running backs in there to take some of that load off of Dobbins going into the playoffs. Ronnie Stanley's back from the ACL tear. He'll be back at left tackle. There'll be no drop-off of there. Orlando Brown did great, but he was a premier left tackle. They bring in Sammy Watkins off the street. You know, Kansas City lets him walk. They get him on a cheap deal. They brought in Justin Houston because they lost Yannick Ngakwe and Matthew Judon. Houston has a situational rust uh, starter. You know, will be good. Their offensive line was shaky at times, especially on the interior. You know, they signed Kevin Zeitler. You know, solid guard spot right there. And then Andre Villanueva will take over that right tackle spot, which you're not forcing to be on your left side. I think they've upgraded 
enough, and I've got the Baltimore Ravens winning the division for me next year at eleven and six. I don't think they upgraded a lot, but I still think they're an eleven and six ball club winning this division. For sure. I think they upgraded in the key spots. They'll be able to run the ball no problem. I think Lamar will be look more like a traditional passer at times this year. He's still not going to get touched. He's still going to get his six, seven hundred yards rushing, but right. they'll be able to push the ball down the field a little bit more. And that defense isn't going to take a step back. You know, I get they lost Matthew Juno. They weren't going to overpay. Justin Houston will probably guarantee you five to seven sacks. Jason Oway is a freak of an athlete and just screams we'll see if he's in perennial pro bowler type uh, rusher for he the, does the scream Ravens. Ravens play. Yeah, he does. I also I have the Ravens win the division as well, but I think that I have them going fourteen and three. I really, Jesus. I think, really I think they're. A little bit ahead of Pittsburgh. They're going to split Cleveland. with Pittsburgh. They always do. Yeah, yeah I think and he, I think they'll split with Cleveland. He hates Baker Mayfield, so you got But I do hate Baker. That's why he has him going 14-3, because he's probably got the Browns. No, nah, Browns beat him once. Um, but, I, you guys, J.K. Dobbins, they'll pound the ball. Lamar Jackson's going to run in. Well, they still have Gus Edwards, Edwards as well. So. Yeah, I mean, it's that team's just run. Um, I know we're – Replacing Orlando Brown was tough, but they got uh, Villanueva there. Not much of an upgrade, not an upgrade there, but enough to fill that position. Yeah, it's not an Orlando Brown younger player. Villanueva's on the downside of his career, but I get it. Fourteen and three, I still think is a little much of a stretch. I think it's just another reason is this division is going to be so fucking competitive mm-hmm. with those three teams outside of the Bengals. Browns have beat them the last two years as well. Ah, got Cleveland beat them once. Yeah, so I mean. Opening week last year, the Ravens just spanked the Browns. They did, though. but later in the year they got they, beat. They got they got taken to them. The Browns are lucky. I mean, we'll move to them next. Then I've got the Browns going ten and seven, just like the Steelers. I've got them splitting with the Steelers, though. The Steelers a little bit better in the division. The thing is here, though, they pick up Davion Clowney in uh, free agency. They pick up Takaris McKinley, try to get more of that, get Miles Garrett some help, you know, and I. I love their draft the last two years. You know, Jedrick Wills is going to be better even in his second year. Grant Delpit's coming back healthy. You think you're going to get something out of him back there at safety. And then this year they get – Josh Johnson – or John Johnson the third. Hell of a safety. Played for the Rams. Yeah. They probably overpaid for him, but they had money. So – No, I get it. I just – I was talking about their draft though. They took oh, Greg. Sorry. They got Greg Newsom to drop to him the corner out of Northwestern, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and they got uh, Jeremiah Wasu Koromoa, Koromoa the from Notre Dame, the linebacker. Uh, backer in the third round. And, you know, and like I said, just building off last year, they're putting the pieces around Baker Mayfield. I'm still not sold on Odell Beckham. You know, I we'll hope the chemistry happens. can figure out there. But they've got enough weapons, and they've got the best backfield, and it's not close in football. They've got the best offensive line because they're healthy. The Colts aren't even close to that. Otherwise, they'd be the only team even close. They're going to be able to pound the ball. And as much as I love um, Kareem Hunt, I mean, Nick Chubb is a monster. And getting him signed up, that that four-year extension, a light deal. You know, he's still young. He's only 23. I don't believe in second contracts. But they're only paying him about $10 million a year. And he's not getting – the old school running back money you were expecting yeah. like 26, 27 million a year. I still just think they're a little bit on the outside looking in at this point. Yeah, I got them going nine and eight, but it's more to say about some other teams rising up in some other divisions this year. But, you know, they could easily be a playoff team. You know, Baker they will go as far as Baker Mayfield can tell. This right. is his prove it year. Does he want that major extension? If he has a Josh Allen type year, 
Yeah. The Browns will win this division, I believe, but I just right. yeah, oh, we're yeah. talking about the fucking Browns here, and I don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, Baker was so up and down at times last met, year. Like, yeah, and last year it was a good year. The year for him, it was a good year for him. It was just the still week to week, he was still there. too up and down for my life. We've never seen him put two years together. Yeah. so far, so he's an inconsistent quarterback at, at best right now. But he he can lead you to the playoffs. He he's going into second year with again. with a, a, the same head coach, Stephansky, the same the same offensive coordinator. Yeah. I got them going nine eight, missing the playoffs, but they will be very competitive. Yes. Last year, I literally said Browns were the shit stains of the league. They proved me wrong. Weird. But um, I had the Browns going eleven and six this year. I love their offense. I think they've drafted very damn well the past two years. They put enough pieces around it. You guys hit it on the head. Baker's going to take him as far as he can get up. You have this division just beating the living shit out of everybody else. Oh yeah. yeah. I was going to say you three, have to. I have, I have three playoff teams. Okay. And, uh, wait I mean, they were the, all on the play. Wait till you hear the Bengals record. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I really like. Uh, I think Cleveland will probably have a top three defense this year. Paper, they should. I mean, I really like where they're headed, and I think they're going to get Buffalo and Kansas. Top three's City. pushing it. They still yeah, don't have say, a. They don't have a shutdown. Maybe they're just a little younger from getting there, but but they're in the right direction. The but pass rush, if they can get after that pass rush, you never. They know. should. It can, paper, it can make your secondary should. better than they obviously yeah, are. They'll be better at stopping the run because they brought in Jadavion so Clowney as well. You're so high on every other team in this division. Where do you have the Brown or the Bengals? Or you really want to know? Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I have them going seven and ten. Okay. What the living fuck? I got this one. My, yeah. <laughs> we got every other team going. Fuck. Did they never lose outside of the division? <laughs> what do you got another team going? Fucking two. Everybody else has got fucking three, two, well, 15 think, teams. Uh, go to, I think the Bengals have a pretty fairly easy schedule that can get them. I mean, I got the Bengals going six and 11. Yeah. So, But um, I don't have anyone in this division going six or 14 and three, 11 and Six. And I had the Bengals going one at five. But well, you got the Steelers winning ten games too, right? Yeah, I think it's gonna be damn, dude. Well, you got to think that extra. The Bengals game. have a harder schedule than what you Vikings, think. Vikings, that's that could be a win. I Bears could be a win. Jackson, yeah, Jacksonville could be a win. Lions, um, could be a win. The Jets. Uh, <laughs> that's your team. You know, oh, I'm being real here. I, know, uh, they, just, I think the they first. could beat the Browns. I think they could beat the Raiders. I think they could beat uh, the Broncos. And I think, in if the Cleveland's ahead of the schedule. You know that's six or seven wins right there. I think, and I think they have a the offense with uh, Jamar Chase and T Higgins is going to be fun to watch. Just all depends this, on what Joe Burrow does. Exactly, well, I, and I think you guys are forgetting him. what happened to Joe Burrow last year. He got his legs snapped. <laughs> Why? Crap! Snap will pop. Thank they, you. They Reeves. address they, the situation. How do they address they the situation? Address it a lot. I mean, they got Riley Rife now on the right side. Uh, okay. And you're hoping Jonah Williams can come back on the left. I mean, he played at right tackle last year, and that dude does not belong in the second. Hey right. man, Here's I, the issue I have with the Bengals. It, but they didn't. They didn't do anything. They, they were in prime position to take they a were. premier left tackle. I get it. You want the fancy playmaker. You know, you lost AJ Green, but you're able to bring Tyler we'll see Boyd what they back. They pay for it. My problem is in the last two years with taking Joe Burrow two years ago, number one, they have drafted two offensive linemen. Right. In the second round this year, you know they took Carmen. Um, Jackson Carmen, uh, the left tackle out of Clemson. Was that a reach? Who's, too, I that was a huge reach That's because I don't know if he can play right tackle. I like him better on the inside. His arms were his arms were. Yeah, I think, yeah. Honestly, he only he had about a six on. foot. He got had about a six foot wingspan. I thought he was drafted a little too high there. And then they took a, another offensive lineman in the sixth round this year, who's not going to probably make the roster. Yeah, I'm not sold on this. Your issues has been keeping him upright. 
Take a page out of what the Eagles just fucked up. Take a page of why the Colts had to draft or trade for Carson Wentz. They did not protect their premier franchise quarterbacks. When they did, it was you too know, Andrew Luck's retired. Carson Wentz has like been banged up. Andrew Luck shit all you over You need it. to protect him. I, he I looks agree. great. I think he's going to have a monster year. But because of that, they did not address any of those issues. Their defense still has too many holes in it. I get they signed Trey Hendricks. Hendrickson from New Orleans. They signed DJ Reader awesome. from Houston, you know, but they let too many other pieces go. You know, they have Jesse Bates at safety, but All the same. no lockdown corners anymore. Their linebackers are suspect at best, usually can't wrap up. And then you can't run the ball because Joe Mixon's going to be facing a seven man box consistently. Right. He's going to catch more balls than probably half the running backs in the league, but. Yeah, I just yeah, I, I don't trust them, so I've got them going four and thirteen. Which I could easily see them. I can see them going that too. I got them going six and eleven. I think they're taking some steps forward, but I they could easily fucking win one, <laughs> one game. Like I'm just I don't. It's the Bengals, man. Yeah. Like Who it, it used to Who be did? like the Browns. You'd be like, oh, they're coming up this year, bro. Yeah, we me and Reeves had a roommate in college that used to say, "Who day? Who day going?" They're going to beat them Bengals. I remember that stupid chant they had. Every was, team. And then there was the year that they won one game, and I remember he had their poster on their wall, and I started singing it, and then I named off all 15 teams that fucking beat him to piss him off. But let's go ahead and take a break. We'll wrap it up. We'll, you know, at the end, on the other side, we'll not wrap it up. But we'll, unfortunately, we have to talk about the Bears, but let's get into that and talk about the NFC North. All right, I'm glad to be talking about one of my favorite divisions in the NFL, the NFC North. You know, we'll start with the division winner, the Green Bay Packers. They drafted uh, sh- shittily again, is what I should say. Um, they alienated their quarterback all summer, but he came back. So now they're cool, but he's talking shit. It's the last dance. Him and Devontae Adams posted they might not be able to get him back. But we're going to worry about this year and this year specifically. I don't see them getting dethroned under any circumstance other than Aaron oh, Rodgers going down here. There's, they don't have the easiest schedule in the world, but nobody in this division is a real contender until we can see, you know, maybe something down the line out of Justin Fields. But yeah, it's asking a lot for a rookie to come in and try to dethrone Aaron Rodgers. So I'm going to go six and zero in the division for the Packers, and they're going to go eleven and six. I've actually got them going five and one in the division. Um, I have them splitting with the Bears. Yeah, that could happen. I'm just home and home. I, they, I, I, got think, them, I think everybody's trash. So. I, I think we're right on pace. I'm a little close to that. I don't. I don't think everybody's trash in this division. But I, I mean, I don't you, think you, everybody's trash. There's some very good players. I don't mean like that. But no, the, I admit, the other franchises as whole are all. Yeah, trash. I've got the Packers going 12 and four. You know, they let Jamal Williams walk. He's in Detroit. They kept Aaron Jones though, Ooh. which is a little surprising. AJ Dillon's going to be better in his second year. Devontae Adams is coming in with a chip on his shoulder, but you know. Another thing to watch here is how good is this offensive line going to be when they let Lindsey Lindsey head over to the Chargers? You know he was signed for five years, sixty-two million. I think he's the highest paid center in the league. Back. That's why I got. I think a little step back. You know their schedule is not as easy this year, but I still think they're one of the teams to beat in the NFC. And like we said, it's the last. They don't run into the Bucks. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You get it. I've got them still winning, walking away with this division, and going twelve and four. I have them going twelve and five, then four and two in the division. There, there's no close. I mean, number twelve is, I mean, with the other quarterbacks in this division, garbage compared to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they lost uh, a little offensive line help, and they didn't really help Aaron Rodgers on the receiving end. Um, but it's 
unless Aaron Rodgers goes down with an injury. Uh, I didn't even think with Jordan Love in there, the Packers still win the fucking division. I don't. I, was, uh, I, I differ from that scenario, but, but I don't. That's, we're not right, talk about but that. yeah, no close. And I'm wrapping up here with uh, Packers going well, twelve. And this division sent two teams to the playoffs last year, and no, it didn't. Yeah, yeah, the Bears went. The Bears went. They fucking oh, yeah, shit the bed. But we're on to the Bears. Right. <laughs> kind of a surprise to everybody. You know, they sign Andy Dalton in free agency. You know, they let um, Trubisky walk because of that. So you think, you know, they're not going to address quarterback in the draft. And they're going to try to, you know, try to improve this offensive line by any means. Because this defense is still a top 10 easy defense in this league. It's still top 10. Yeah. You know, they're going to be healthier next year. But they move up quite a bit and take Justin Fields. And the way he looked on Saturday night and what the videos you've been able to see from training camp, this guy's the real deal. But there's one thing in the way, and that's Matt Nagy being the fucking coach here. And I've got the Bears going 8-9 because I honestly believe he's going to be stupid enough to not start Fields until week 4 or 5, and they're going to start off in a hole because of this. Look, I'm not a Justin Fields fan either. I yeah, did not say like, that he was not a Justin Fields I'm a Fields huge fan. Justin Fields fan. He did fan. not say that. Well, that I, I said he was the second best fan. quarterback in this draft class. I don't even think that. Maybe in the uh, division. No. Um, <laughs> Already. This will be Justin Fields' division but, after next year. There has to be because Brian Nagy, trying to go down with the Red Rocket. Matt Nagy. Or Matt Nagy. Whatever. And it's the Red Rifle. Red Rifle, Red Rocket, fucking all the same thing. Mystery, anyway, mystery backup. They had to make a pace name, had to make a make a move, and Justin Fields was the you know perfect move to go down with the ship. I have the Bears going eight and nine, most likely because the defense will carry on most of the way. That offense is still garbage from same thing from last year. If they year. go eight and nine, Maggie's not getting fired. They are, oh, if if they, they wait, I don't think he will. I think nine, he has to make the playoffs. I don't think he does. Eight nine, I think he's out of there. I, I don't think, think he is. I, yeah, I'm just, it, it I got him going eight nine as well. Oh, the pace is definitely fired. I think he puts, he goes in there, Andy Dalton sucks all the dicks, and then he puts yeah. in fucking Justin. Fields. I fully believe Matt Nagy will they, be that stupid. They catch, <laughs> they catch a little bit of fire, you know, down the stretch, and the coach is like, "See, he's really building fucking a rapport with you know Just Fields." So. The Bears are dumb enough. The Bears' leadership is dumb enough to leave, leave him in there for another year. So oh, I think he gets ran right out of both, town. So is Pace. Both of them are gone after this year. They, they have, Bears' leadership has not shown me any. They might fire the GM before they fire. Oh, Pace, yeah, yeah, they, they, they haven't held on to coaches outside of Lovey Smith. Say, yeah. Should have probably kept Lovey Smith, in my opinion. Yeah, because they went yeah. to Mark Tressman. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, not, boy. I'm just saying I don't think they're going to get I don't ready. even think he's a head coach in college anymore. No. He came from the CFL. Well, neither. This defense, though, I think is better. I, I just think that they wait a little. I mean, they do have a tough schedule coming out. I could easily see them losing the first couple, even against the Bengals. Right. I could see them losing if Burrow can light them up because they'll be ran by Andy Dalton. And Matt Nagy also doesn't know how to use fucking David Montgomery. Didn't I, do it until last year. Just like, Bill think, it I got but Justin Matt Beard. Nagy still will be calling plays. <laughs> that is a fucking issue. I think Justin Fields starts by week two and they figure they – Build a little bit. So, what, you just think they're just not trying to get him killed by Aaron Donald week one? I would yep. not throw him to the. Yep, I think that's what they're going to do. And has Bears even No better line? way to ease in than against Trey Hendrickson. I'm just saying. He led the league in sacks, or not league, but the Saints in sacks last year. Well, Cam Jordan was on the other side. He was right. top five in the NFL in sacks last yeah, year. He, he was good, but he's not Aaron Donald. So, start him against the Bengals and don't go eight and nine still. All right, well, let's go with a team that was, I believe, either 8-8 eight and eight or 7-9 and nine last year. I got them set. Vikings? Yeah, we're they're, on to the Vikings. I think they're 
going down the shitter. I think they realize they have to play on the contract that Cousins, I told you, can win with players around him in a good defense. Okay. Minnesota does not have any of that. They have good players around him. Justin Jefferson. They have good players around him, him, for sure. Adam Thielen, fucking Cook. They don't have a defense that can stop anybody at this point. Either did Aaron Rodgers for years, and guess what? He got the fucking playoffs. If you're a good quarterback, you're supposed to lead your team to the fucking playoffs. He can go to the playoffs. He's a playoff quarterback, but that's about it. Okay. Yeah. But he can't win in the playoffs? No. He couldn't. He's won one one game. He's a little better than Chad Pennington was. Yeah. I don't think he is. I think he completely is. I think Chad Pennington didn't have. Because he turned it on late last year. Chad Pennington never had fucking what he's got around him. (laughs) And fucking Vikings right now. He had Keyshawn Johnson. He also had one of the greatest defenses of all time. For one year, maybe. Yeah, he had Santana Moss. If he, yeah, I don't even know if he Santana had. Moss was a return specialist at most. But anyways, all I'm saying is I don't think Kirk Cousins is good. I don't think the Vikings are good. They just cut their, their first round. Will be a they just cut their first round pick from last season, Jeff Gladney, their because corner, because he he's a, not good. A person. No, he's no, not a good person. I was going to say he was charged with sexual he's, assault. He's, <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying like he's not a good person. So they cut. Yeah, him. Obviously. They still got Ezra Cleveland, who came on a little late last yeah, year. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Guard. I, I like him. Why you know, they took Darius out, and one thing I will say is Christian Darius out. Is hurt already. That could be an issue. You don't, you won't have your week one left tackle. Kellen Mond. They're hoping they can see something. Really haven't seen it much in the first you know preseason game when every rookie quarterback outside of <laughs> outside of Kellen Mond. Yeah, and you could argue Trevor Lawrence. Every other rookie Trevor quarterback Lawrence didn't look good. terrible. Look, I will say Jacksonville will sacked on your first play ever. Jacksonville will not give him time to throw all. Oh, no, he all. made some dimes. Urban Myers never had to coach a team with a bad offense. He threw, had major he high threw draft some decent fucking throws. Trevor, we'll go ahead and talk about some quarterbacks that played this week, the first preseason game. You know, Justin Fields didn't play bad. He looked pretty He looked pretty good. He had two he touchdowns, and he, he controlled the offense. He controlled the game. Uh, well, Zach the Wilson, Zach Wilson, he looked, he looked really good. But the week, if you're going to go against and a rookie didn't quarterback, didn't get happy Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Yeah, eighty Best yard touchdown pass. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's like longest touchdown of his career is like seventy four yards, and uh, Trey Lance's, Lance's first throws eighty yard pass. Yeah, Don, we'll dude. see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Matches I don't know if good. you are a betting man. Do you make that bet for Trey Lance's rookie of the year? No, because I think it pays. It's I plus think, 800. I think Droplo starts at the first plus four eight, weeks plus and then he's out. So we'll see. Just like I, I fully say, Cam Newton will start the first two to three Cam games. Cam Newton. Over Mac quarterbacks Jones. over Mac Jones. Oh, he Mac Jones, he, he threw a lot of fucking check downs. Yeah, but, I, I didn't see anything that wowed me, but. But I didn't see anything it that looked like alarming. It, it looks, up. well, it looked like. I think more of it for me was it looks like. Cam's on the wrong side of his career, and we're talking early right. retirement because I don't think he'll ever want to be a backup. No. But let's just keep it back in the NFC North since we went off topic there. It just For me, it's more of the Minnesota Vikings' terrible defense that won't be able to yeah. get a pass rush. I don't think they're good. They don't have any. They, you know, they were trying to fix you know their cornerback situation, with starting with Gladney last year, and they haven't gotten that. Xavier Rhodes has had great success already outside of Minnesota, so – I honestly believe that we're on the down, the wrong side well, of this. Well, Harrison And Minnesota's Smith. headed back for another rebuild. So, I've got them third in the division. They're going 3-14, and 14, though. I think they will be, uh, one of the, they will be a bottom feeder. Oh, shit. I actually have them going 8-9. I can see that, too, if 
some stuff can click on defense. I just I do not trust that defense right now. And I could be wrong, but I, if that's not fixed, they are not going to succeed. Justin Jefferson, though, is he still hurt right now? It's up in the air. He, he's not going to be out for the year, but oh. he might miss some well, time. That's just he's going to miss a few games, possibly. Possibly, but okay. they still got out of Well, that's a one. tough start. They got to have him. And, you know, I had the Vikings last year doing this, but they got rolling late, I think, last year. I'm, yeah, they kind of they did. did. They drafted. Yeah. I, I can see them going three and fourteen, but I have them time with the Bears at eight and nine. Jesus, yeah, right. I got the Lions tying the fucking oh, Vikings with a three and thirteen record as well. Vikings two and fifteen don't like. Golf. And I don't They're know right. if the Lions will win more than two games, but I'm oh. gonna give them the credit to win three. Big, uh, big Dan Campbell down there, he might be able to electrify. <laughs> His team, maybe he walks out with a line on a chain. Maybe not. We don't know yet. Still still a lot of time to tell there. He's still working on that mascot, live mascot in the place. But, the I mean, it's the Lions, bro. And they got Jared Goff, a quarterback that I've never been that fond of. I've got them beating the Vikings once and beating I like DeAndre Swift. I got them beating the Eagles. I like Swift. And I, think the Packers, I like the Hawkinson. Hawkinson's a very good tight end. Outside of that, okay, that they don't have three wins for me, Reeves. right? I, outside of Hawkinson and fucking, but I can see that S- Swift at running back. I don't like anybody on their team that much. I say, can you name any other uh, Jeff Akuda because he's got drafted? Was not good last year. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying that's like, looking like the wrong pick. They just released Quentin Dunbar. Perfect. Yeah, I mean they're going in the right direction. Can you name any of their starting receivers? Not at this moment. Lost Barbara Jones, lost Kenny Galladay. Yeah, the Lions are the Lions are. I mean, can you name any of their offensive weapons? I just said DeAndre Swift, starting tight end. I said Hawkinson. I said I like. They have a great offensive line, but I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Yeah, I wouldn't say they have a great offensive line. They have enough, but they have one of the top. They have one of the top centers in the league, and they've got Panay Sewell and Taylor Decker. Yeah, they have a very well paid offensive line. We'll see if they can keep Jared Goff up. But, yeah, I like mean. he's going to throw to. Uh, yeah, who the fuck are they? I want to see what the receivers are. Maybe they're going to lean on the run game. But they. Danny Amendola. Oh, oh boy. boy. He's still good. Come on, Rod St. Brown. He's too green. Tyrell Williams. Tyrell Williams isn't terrible, I guess. Quintez Cephas, who I'm pretty sure was that with was uh, the Packers two years ago. Oh, yeah. Aaron was mad he got cut. Yeah. Um, and so, Brashad, yeah. Brashad Perriman. Yeah. Oh Bunch of fucking. Oh, fuck. Um, just Swift's going to have. Just run Swift's, the ball. Swift, yeah. Swift they might be Swift joining the 2008 Lions. They will. I think they'll win one or two. I mean, they will. They've got, got a competent quarterback who's not great, but not completely terrible. He's not the terrible. worst quarterback in the league yeah. by any stretch. But, oh, yeah. Or Jared. Oh. When you got a coach, <laughs> goes from the Rams to this. At least. Goes from the Rams to this. Some lube. You fucked him hard. Here. Right. Steve. Uh, Sean McVay must have real or Jared Goff must have been talking about fucking Sean McVay's girlfriend. It had to have happened. I mean, that's bad. Trade you the Lions, bitch. Two years after you sign a huge hundred eighty million dollar deal, just so we're all in agreement though. The Lions aren't winning more than the Lions. They're just dead. Yeah, yeah. No one has them over uh, three wins. I got them three and fourteen. I got them tying with the. All right. Well, that's that. We'll get more into the playoffs. Let's go crack open a six-pack. That's what we need to do. This is the six-pack of the week. Another week and another one of my favorite segments here. The six-pack of the week. 
What franchise has the highest win percentage in NFL history? In NFL history. The the number is 57.3%. 49ers? We have one guess. You'd almost think because he's saying win percentage, though, it'd be a team that wouldn't have been in the league as long, but then... But then you got to think they've sucked dick coming to the league. Besides more the than likely. I saw, yeah, that's, but the, the Jaguars, pay. too. Jaguars have had some fucking terrible no, I mean, but, years. Yeah, but when they came Best in, win percentage in the league, I'm going to say the Green Bay Packers. It is the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys at God 57. Well, you would never want to believe that. 60s, 70s, they yeah. had an eight-year eight stretch in the 80s where they 90s. were terrible. In the 90s, 90s they, were, they had some decent years in the, in the early 2000s with Parcells coming back. So I, it, yeah. And then, yeah. All right. What quarterback has the most passing yards in Bengals history? Boomer Esiason. Esiason. No. I'll give you one more guess. Palmer, then. Also, no. You out or? Dalton. Jesus fucking Christ. Not Dalton. him. It's Ken Anderson. Okay. Oh, well, we took okay. him to the 82. We took him to the yeah. Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah. He is very, I mean, if Andy Dalton played like two more games, he would overtake yeah. him. But uh, how many Bengals are in the Hall of Fame? Anthony Munoz. Anthony Munoz. <laughs> you're going with go one? Three. Going no, there's one. more than one. There's got to be more than one. You're going with six. What are you going with? I'll go three. It's one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I talked myself out of it. You know why you couldn't name one? Because there's not another <laughs> one, brother. They've been, they've been, they've been in the NFL since its inception. Yeah, okay. One. <laughs> tells you everything you need to oh, know man, about that's the, terrible. the great franchise up over there in Cincinnati. I think they're going to have the Dallas like, three. Well, they've got more than the Texans, but Andre Johnson will be eligible here soon. Yeah, so. I <laughs> yeah, I mean, A.J. Green one day, maybe if he can build J. J. with uh, <laughs> I was talking about the yeah. Bengals. But A.J. He, Green's got to do just, I mean, he was dominant for about six years. All right, just let's get back more. here. Most rushing yards in Panthers history. Stephen Foster? Mm. No, 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 no. Um, That's a good guess, though. It's got to be either Jonathan Stewart it's Jonathan Stewart. I was yeah. going to say um, Williams. Or it was either going to be Jonathan Stewart or D'Angelo Williams, yeah. but yeah, Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. How high is Foster on that list? I don't know. It's be top I, five at least. Easy. There's no way uh, fucking Christian McCaffrey doesn't pass him every few years. He's only at like 7,300 yards or yeah. 7,600 yards total. They're not an old franchise like most of the other ones in the NFL. But what 96. city were the Rams founded in? New York. No. Baltimore? No. I'll give you one more guess. 1936. Chicago. 1936. Reeves is wrong. Akron, Ohio? It's in Ohio. Cleveland. They they moved to, the Rams moved to LA in 1945. Okay. All right, last question. Two players are tied for the most 100-yard receiving games in a single season. Name one of them. Two players. Two players have 11 100-yard games in one season receiving. Jerry Rice? Jerry Rice is not one of them. Oh, shit. Calvin Johnson? Calvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah, that's my next guess. Michael Irvin. Okay. Yeah. Cocaine's over there. Hey, man, I'm just saying. That's, you know, every time I see him, I... 
always go back to that time he stabbed one of his teammates with scissors over But we will be coming at you with the AFC and NFC West next week and we'll be covering any other topics that come up. Thank you for listening to the Heavyweights Podcast. I'm Dustin Irvin. We'll see you next week.